Hi then. Hi. How are you doing? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm quite emotional actually. <laughs> I know why. Yeah, you know why. Um, so I'll tell you, listeners. Um, Lee did a really, really lovely thing, which he often does. I tried, but. He surprised me when I arrived to record this evening with um, a a pack of a crate. a crate of small bottles of iron brew. Yes. Now, for some kind of context, I you know if you're a long time listener that I've had a very turbulent relationship with uh, <laughs> with the iron brew. Um, if you're a new listener, I used to love iron brew. They changed the recipe. It's fucking rubbish now. So. <laughs> When I got handed the crate, both Lee and I were under the impression that it was original original brew. recipe brew, which, you know, as much as I have weaned myself from it, the occasional little sippage wouldn't be too bad. And also what he'd done, listeners, was amazing, was put it in the fridge. So, yeah. w- so what I got given was an ice-cold tiny bottle of what we both believed to be original iron brew. You can see where this is going. Long week at work, you know, <laughs> I was thinking, okay, I'll give myself a little treat. I'm not going to fall back into bad habits, but I'm going to drink me a little brew. <laughs> but unfortunately, listeners, what Lee had done was buy the new Iron Brew that is available everywhere. Um, yeah. And the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh <laughs> away. So I went from being incredibly happy jubilation jubilation to fucking misery (laughs) misery i mean i I tried it's like a cruel trick i know if it wasn't if someone could have played that on me as a trick i know i I couldn't jump out and be like waka waka there's a camera on you i would have cried (laughs) so you know look that's that's where i'm at at the moment that's the unfortunately at this point like your your future profession is like the guy on Antiques Roadshow that tells people it's not original brew. Yeah. Like, you are that astute. Oh, I could tell. If someone, if I did a blind test, I could just, I, I could smell that it wasn't real. <laughs> this is not original brew. I could smell brew. the air around the, <laughs> the sealed bottle that it was not original brew. <laughs> but there's a guy in Glasgow who is trying to reverse engineer um, <laughs> to make his own, well, like a bathtub. Yeah, he's got like a Kickstarter campaign to to support him reverse engineering to try and get the crack the original brew recipe. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, with all uh, its sugary goodness. Yeah, and then that's the thing. You, when you become an adult, it becomes unacceptable to be obsessed with something. Like when I used to drink the brew, particularly at work, my colleagues used to look at me like. Come on, mate. <laughs> they were drinking black coffee. And I'm just, drinking. and in fact, to the point where I used to put, I used to put the iron brew, cold iron brew, in a coffee mug <laughs> and sip it. So at least people like would think a, yeah. that I was just. Look at how sophisticated. Yeah, I am. if ever one of my students like, what's that? Like Baraka. <laughs> just pretend I was a really brew. healthy vitamin. It's just a brew, isn't it? It's just brew. Yeah, it's the brew. So I mean, so thanks I'm for sorry. trying. I'm no, sorry. That's all right. I apologise. You don't. You don't owe me an apology you owe me a crate of fucking original <laughs> iron brew <laughs> that's what you owe me okay and my happiness and your <laughs> my soul so i don't even know if i want to do this anymore <laughs> it's that bad life has no meaning to me <laughs> <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan and Lee of the Babblement would like to welcome you to episode 30. Yeah. It's that time that I've been talking about for ages where my age and the pod's episodes collide. Oh, it's a synchronicity that you just can't get anywhere else. And I realised that I haven't sprung anything on you for ages. Yeah, it's been quite pleasant. Early on in the series, in the series, <laughs> uh, early on in the journey, um, I always used to throw things at you metaphorically. Yes. So um, <laughs> Not like a book. Yeah. <laughs> Picking stuff up that's around you and throwing like, yeah. phone charges at me. So what I want is... Um, 30, your top 30 um, variety of crisps. Go. <laughs> top, 30, crisps. <laughs> top 30. Top <laughs> 30 um, albums of all time. Can you imagine we've been for about 12 years? Jesus <laughs> but it is it. episode 30. It is. Welcome. Welcome. It feels like a milestone. It is. We've got to be, isn't it? It's a coming of age. I mean. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we've only got a few more sort of coming of ages, and then it's downhill. As soon as you start getting to, like, 50, 60, 70. I don't know, but, I mean, that's in life. Yeah. But not in podcasts. I mean, is this podcast not like an old man already, though? Tired? I mean, I honestly don't know, man. (laughs) I I don't know. I had a look, again, I've mentioned it before on on previous episodes, but had a look at some of the most preposterous places that people listen, and all the different regions of the world yeah um and obviously you get like odd one or two episodes we still as we've mentioned on previous pod had a listener either working for or currently incarcerated in a mexican prison yes but really want to speak to um, or girl or or lady person or or, yeah or anywhere else on the you know cis or transgender spectrum um but some of them like finland we've got loads of listeners in finland how I don't I what are you getting out of this America I mean, this America so San Jose California we're big I reckon we could go to a live show in San Jose California <laughs> and we'd sell like <laughs> 20 tickets maybe 25 we'd be able to sell out a bus stop do you know what I mean we'd be able to go to some kind of rec center That'd be and cool. yeah I mean I could do, I could do something if we did go to San Jose Go on. It's that sort. I mean, what sort of place do you think it is? It's sort of a, it, it is a variety place, isn't it? Many I mean, things. I think it's quite urban. It is, but is it? Would it not be that sort of? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Is it? Where is it? Is it near? <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> they, we haven't even done any fucking research. We've got all these. We've got more than four listeners in San Jose, California. And Lee just said, "Wait, where is it?" He was about to launch into a big thing about him. You know, I think it's this kind of climate. He doesn't. He doesn't even know where the fuck it is. I'm just glad they're listening. So am I. I'm glad anyone's listening. Thirty episodes in, I'm delighted that we've got more than one listener. It's wonderful. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, none of them are my mum either. God can know. My mum hasn't listened. I mean, what would your mum think about this? Go if on. she was to uh, listen in, do you think? What would her, what would be her thoughts on the on the 30th episode? She's listened all the way through. Mm. What's, what's your mum now thinking? Um, God, I should have done better. Or... <laughs> uh, uh, oh. I'm surprised I've managed to work out how to use the podcast app. <laughs> I think even 30 episodes in, 
she would still be surprised. It's funny actually because You're before amazed. I came here, I I nipped in to see my dad, and I was talking, and I was obviously listeners. You go back, you could hear my dad um, mm. on the episode. I can see Will Smith's face. His experience, um, but yeah, he is. You you kind of experience my dad. You feel I the love, wrath I love, I love of that man. Yeah, yeah. But um, and I was he for the first time ever asked me a question about the podcast because obviously I said to he was like, oh, "What are you doing here? I'm I'm going to record." Blah blah blah. He said so. Uh, so what is a podcast then? <laughs> I was like, okay, good. This is a good place to start. That's why I was late. I was having to explain to him what a fucking podcast was. And I said, oh, well, it, it's like a radio show. Well, why wouldn't you just listen to the radio? I was like, well, you could listen to the radio. That's fine. Okay. But obviously you can find a podcast about anything. Hmm. And, and he was like, oh, okay. What about, like, fishing? I was like, yeah, you could find a fishing podcast. Gardening. <laughs> like, whatever you want. He's like, oh, okay. I was like, what, are you interested in listening? No. <laughs> he was like, nah. Who has, he was like, who has time? I was like, what do you do? You're a 72-year-old retired man. What do you do What do you do that's so important? <laughs> Sit and watch fucking Will Smith films. Like, what do you do? No, he spends his time working out how to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's absolutely true. And then he said, so what's your podcast about then? And I was like, well, you know, it's it's a kind of sideways look at the world. Um, it's kind of miserable. I explained the concept of the hate list to yeah. him, which it obviously he, he's, he's on board him, with. Yeah. Um, but I t- in fact, I, I told him this specific one. You know, whenever anyone asks me to, to talk about the hate list, like if you explain what it is, mm. I can never think of a good example of one that we've talked about on a previous episode. No. I always kind of throw... And the one I used was um, when you... Because I did it recently. In the summer or in hot weather, when you go into a public toilet and you wash your hands and it's warm slash hot water. Yeah. And his response was... Well, why are you doing it? What? I was like, what? Why am I doing what? Well, why are you doing it? I was like, what do you mean, what? Why am I doing it? Well, why are you washing your hands? What, what do you mean? And then said, your prick's cleaning it. Well, yes. Well, I mean... Comparatively speaking, but it's still your cock and bollocks. I yeah. mean, you're still sweating throughout the day and bacteria. Also, prick. Oh, yeah, what you're a selection. Prick. I mean, dick. Yeah. Your, d- your dick's clean. Dick, cock. I prefer, like, schlong. Your wanger. Wanger. But yeah, that was his <laughs> response. I was like, you're not, I mean, you don't understand the, the concept of what I'm saying. And then I said, or let's say you're in a, uh, a public toilet and you've got to press the tap. Hmm. Otherwise, the water doesn't come out. So you have to do that weird kind of switcheroo thing, which I've said before. And it's oh, uh, right. oh, not going to listen then, Dad. Are you? Okay, not going to listen cool. then. We won't count you in the in the listeners then. Yeah. No, nice Fuck one, on. prick. <laughs> He's never supported me. <laughs> <laughs> All of my endeavours. Uh, miserable bastards. What would your mum think? Uh, I, I, I. Honestly, don't know. She's. I. I think my mum would be all right with it. Mm-hmm. In a way. Yeah. I think she'd be. I don't think she'd listen. No. Concurrently, no. I think she'd give it a go for maybe ten minutes. That's depressing, isn't it? If you can't even get your own mum to listen to the podcast. But think about what we talk about. Yeah, but then I also think that 
I hope. I mean, I don't know, but I don't. Th- I like to think we treat everything with an element of respect, and I don't think we ever say anything that controversial. We might use a bit of fruity language every now and then, but I mean, well, we could get controversial. Yeah, we we could. Go on. We could talk about how Boris Johnson's the president. <sighs> It yeah. needs to be addressed, mate. Okay, all right. For those of you who are not up to speed, and obviously by the time you listen to this pod, I imagine it's already a fact, <coughs> Boris Johnson is about to replace Theresa May. Mm. The vacant seat left by. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He is about to fucking wibble-wobble football-tackle his way into this fucking position. And I know, and you're right, because what annoys you, you go, yeah, but he's funny, though. No, he's not. It's like, no, well... No, but he's, he's an evil genius. Yeah. He's fooled everyone. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, he's just a clown, he's going to lead us to a good time. No, he's not. He's just made you think that. Yeah. Do you honestly think he would be in the position he is to take the lead position in UK government if he was an actual idiot? Now, I know the obvious answer is yes, mm. because all politicians are. They're also completely... To an extent. ...secular yeah. Yeah. from the people that they represent that it's not even a question. Anyway, the point is, he's not no. stupid. He is scary clever in the same way that Donald Trump is. Well, yeah, and I mean, the the, the comparisons are palpable. I mean... Just in looks, I mean, nothing else. They look like the they hair. were brewed yeah. in the same lab. Yeah, in the like same... Like, they were like, made in the batch. same peach dish. Yeah. But what was really funny, I heard today someone say... Um, they're accusing Boris Johnson of being racist for some of the things that he said or right. written. And his spokesperson or PR person, whatever, said, no, 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 he's not racist... He just says racist things sometimes. It's <laughs> like, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. Are we suddenly what? changing the definition yeah, of a racist? Yeah, thing? I mean, and again, we've said this before in episodes. We this is not a platform for political conversation normally. No, but it's imminent, and and as we've established earlier on, we have listeners from all over the world, yeah. and and you know there are some terrible word leaders out there. But if you are listening to this in a different country and you don't know who Boris Johnson is, go on YouTube and type in Boris Johnson, and the first ten videos you will be able to see why we are so terribly, terribly frightened. <laughs> because that man should not be allowed at the house. He shouldn't be able to find a bath. No, man. I wouldn't let him pack my shopping in the supermarket. <laughs> He'd slip something weird in. His texture. He'd like that you'd be putting bananas in the bag and he'd just take one out and open one and just take a bite out of it. It's almost as if like the presidency is a joke. Yeah. The 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 PM is a joke. Mm. There's a select few of world leaders that are still relatively serious in yeah, yeah. characters. Yeah. I think it's a distraction tactic. They just think we're going to be so ridiculous that you can't put up with us anymore and therefore stop paying attention. Well, of course that's what it is. That's what Brexit is. But what I'm hoping even more is that, you know, if when Boris becomes the leader of our fucking country, <laughs> oh my God, that there'll be a, a kind of dual press conference with him and Trump. Oh and, my God, it'd be like a hall of mirrors. Two actors will take off their masks. <laughs> be like, see, we got you. Don't worry about this. Was all Bring out the other cameras. This was all a joke. This is all a big thing. It all led up to this moment. Why do sort of podgy 
<laughs> shit-haired buffoons become politicians. It seems to be a winning formula. Well, I mean, look at... Uh, I would, I, it's, a, it's a very tight race between who I would dislike more. Okay. But at least Nigel Farage isn't involved. That's true. He always seems to just fucking whoopsie from around the corner. <laughs> yeah, at every single election. I got a thing come through in that last one, the one for the European bollocks. Oh yeah, yeah, I, mean, I did too. It came the Brexit through. party. Yeah. yeah. We invite you to a party. I was like, ooh. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be What's a big this? party. Open it up. It's fucking pie grid. Yeah. Right there with his yeah. big gurney horse teeth. And yeah. just like no, no mate. Yeah, but what he's done brilliantly, and I hate him and I hate everything he stands for, but what he's done brilliantly is he's he's managed to communicate with people on a level which makes the, he he's managed to convince people that he's a working class man. And that he's, he's made himself for, a mucker. Yeah, for the working class man, even though he's a posh fucking twat. And I mean, th- but then we go. This this is the thing. You kind of go round, and you, we, we could, I'm sure, as as opinionated as we both are, sit here for the next hour and talk about British politics, right? And and the intricacies of it, and how much we hate it. At least we don't have a leader who literally said that it's okay to grab a woman by the pussy. Like, when you hear these pro-Trump people talking, some of which are super intelligent, super well-versed, you know, women, uh, anyone, it's like, even if he hadn't done anything else, even if he was amazing, an amazing economist, an amazing whatever, he literally said that it's okay to grab a woman by the vagina. How could you vote for someone <laughs> who did that? Well, Who's like arts? a handle, isn't it? Like a handle. If you get a good grip. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're joking, but this is the problem. <laughs> People voted for someone that said I that know. and didn't take it as a fucking it's, joke. It's a fucking shocker. It's like... The whole thing is a joke. The world is if a joke. If you said to a kid, if you've got loads of people trying to get into your country, what would you do? Build a massive wall. That's what a kid would say. Yeah. It's like... I can't... I'd like to think I'm quite tolerant of other people's political beliefs and other people's stances and views on the world. I'd Mm. like to feel like... I accept that we all have different opinions. I accept that people wouldn't like us for being yellow-bellied liberal conspiracy theorists. But... At least no one who I like has advocated sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Or like concentrate... Sorry just uh, refugee camps or whatever he's calling them yeah mm. yeah hmm or I giant mean, segregational walls hmm I hmm indeed American listeners right please tell what the fuck is going on man we need to find our own we island need to, yeah w- well what we need to do is we need maybe the babblement can be the Babble vessel the the, 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 the catalyst for global unity. We can unite people in Finland and the US yeah. and in Mexican prisons yeah. and in Hungary and Sweden and Holland and Germany and France and Italy and Spain and Scotland and South America and weirdly parts of Africa and in Australia and New Zealand uh, in parts of Asia all over the United Kingdom including Scotland, Wales, Ireland and Northern Ireland Providences in Canada, um, really specific parts of, of South America and <laughs> Colombia and Argentina and Brazil, um, and and we want to bring you together. 
our global listeners. It didn't. That didn't sound too trite, did it? Didn't sound like no. it was name dropping. No. That we have listeners all, all over, over the world. world. Imagine that. You're listening to this, listeners, and and think about what you could do. Two blokes in a shed who talk shit made a podcast that's listened to hundreds, hundreds of people all over the world. Yep. Imagine what we could have done if we'd have just applied ourselves <laughs> a little bit more. To something important. Imagine what we could achieve. So, take our example yeah. and do something yourself. Yes, believe in Make yourself. Make a change. Fight back. Make a Stand change. up. There's a song. Who, made, who, who, sang that? who sang that song about making Michael a Jackson. I mean... We can't really talk about him anymore, can we? <sighs> it's going so well. Yeah. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. It's true. Revolt. Unite. Rage against the machine, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> don't be angry. Don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on. This is the hay-list Ooh, it's the hay-list Yo, we've done it 30 times But you listen to us whine It's the hay-list <laughs> I really wanted to stay quiet, but it made me laugh, man. Well, I was fine until you <laughs> fucking squeezed my leg, and I was gonna laugh. <laughs> Come on, conviction. <sighs> Whose go is it? It's, it's, it, is it, is it my, is, no, it's your go. Oh, it's my go, yeah, okay. So I've got, uh, 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 three, I I've think. I've got two. Okay, fine. So my first one is, um, warm, fridges refrigerators in a shop you go in to buy a drink oh, on a hot day and no the it's just a warm, fucking cupboard and you do that thing you're like okay i'm gonna reach over to the back <laughs> of the like 400 bottles of water yeah, that one will be cold no it's fucking warm who i mean why wait until it's completely empty i want a drink that's too cold <laughs> i want it to be too you cold want it to hurt. yeah so i want to get out of the fridge and be like oh, i can't quite drink that yet but in about 15 seconds that is going to be fucking prime and i'm going to have it away um then the opposite well in fact a very similar problem is um people who smoke really slowly <laughs> what like it's uh, like when you noir. go out for a <laughs> they're looking out over <laughs> in between a blind drinking a scotch um, no, I mean, is you go out for a cigarette with someone, and you want like I'm quite a fast smoker. I want to, you know, I want to do it. I want to get in or get out. And you're so you finished, and they're about two thirds of the way through. And you think, well, if I light another cigarette, which I very rarely do, but if I, then I'm gonna still be going. And then they might go, oh, if he's having another one, I'll have another one. <laughs> and then we're just in this kind of shitty fucking vortex And then I'm just loop. stood there like, for fuck's sake, can we go in? Yeah, because I'm not smoking <laughs> and I didn't even want to be here. Um, and the last one is quite specific, but it's the television show Sunday Brunch. Right, okay. Um, 
have a particular disdain for daytime happy telly? Not, no, not at Bit all. Cooking? No, love cooking shows. Presenters. My favourite shows. Don't really like them, but specifically, um, there was an episode on the other morning and just happened to be on, wasn't watching it, and they had a bloke. Now, bearing in mind, this is like 11 o'clock on a Sunday, so mm. I imagine their viewership is going to be quite large. Mm. You know, it's quite a popular show from what I gather. They had a bloke who spoke for 10 minutes <laughs> about coral. Coral? Coral. The interbreeding of coral. What? Now, I'm not saying that that's not interesting, but I don't want to watch it at 11 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Not only that, if you're going to talk about coral, talk about how it's getting wiped out. Yeah. And we need to do more but that, to preserve Well, see, it, this was the thing. You know? That's where it started, because they're, bre- they're breeding coral in order to try and deal oh, with right, this okay. problem. And then he, he then continued to tell you how they do it. Yes. For the, the, the other seven minutes of that conversation. The other been a three nine minute. and three quarter oh minutes God. of the conversation. <laughs> Just this monotony. And them trying to think of interesting questions to ask. One of the questions that I think it was Tim Lovejoy genuinely asked was, um, so, you, uh, huh, huh, you must really enjoy working with coral. It's like, well, I mean... Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> as much as one can enjoy working with coral. Fucking hell. So, yeah, that's it. That's me. I mean, the first question I would have asked is, can you breed it so you can write stuff in it? Because obviously you can make a blanket of coral. Yeah. Could you specifically make it spell something out? Could we be leaving little messages Oh, what? So you other? mean that's a more interesting question than um, what's the best piece of coral you've ever seen? Oh my fucking God. Because it's not like you can go, this one, <laughs> we can all go, fucking hell, that is amazing. That's we the- are literally listening to a bloke describe <laughs> a better piece of coral than what he's showing on TV. <laughs> so well now done. I'm listening to someone Good. describe coral. That's Good. even worse. <laughs> Also, you could put 400 pieces of coral in front of me, wouldn't know the difference (laughs) between any of them. It's like, it's coral. This is coral. That's That's coral. coral. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's that's also coral. Oh, that's... Oh, no, that's coral too. This one is the lesser spotted coral. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) oh, my God. Right, well, I have one Mm -hmm. which is not going to affect you, but it will affect some of the people listening. Okay. As a parent... Okay. I cannot stand... The fact that my son, who is six, mm-hmm. brings home homework that I therefore have to Google some of the definitions of the words they're using. Okay. Because it's a harder reading age than you're capable of, or...? <laughs> um, yeah, in oh, a way. Oh, really? Because Fuck, they're, okay. they're just throwing a big word in there, and you're like, hang on a minute, like... I'm not even sure of that. How is my six-year-old going to know this? And it's almost like this over compensation for intelligence of a six-year-old because I I sit there and I'm like let me just double check that and it is things that I have to that you haven't learned them for years yeah so you've kind of they go out your brain so they go out your head all the definitions of verbs adverbs and all oh mate I'd be fucking terrible that's what I mean so like it it said like an adverb and I was like adverb is that that's one that I was like, is that possessional? I was like, I can't fucking remember. Active, oh, I, you know what? I'm a teacher. I can't do this on the air. This is what I mean. Because I should know this that. This is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm like, just give me a minute. And then I've got a sneakily, like a fucking ninja, <laughs> because dad knows everything. Get my yeah. phone out. And then go, what? Adverb. Definition. <laughs> Here's that one. Right. Okay, cool. I think uh, it's harder to explain it. The thing is that that's the key, isn't it? Explaining it simply. This is it. And you can't, like, you know what I, it is, and you use them, and you could write I, them, but how do you actually explain it? 
it. That's yeah. basically my entire life <laughs> as a teacher. <laughs> I know this thing. How the fuck do I explain this thing? How do I translate it to you? Yeah, I just make kind of big gestures and weird noises. But anyway, and okay. the last one. Limp nail clippers. Ah, uh, okay. You go to cut your nail. You place it on the bit, you've lined it up perfectly, it's going to be a beautiful cut, and it, it just, just bends caresses the nail. The nail no, it yeah. makes it into a corrugated nail. Yeah. And it's like, great, great, now I can't cut my nail, now I have to get scissors out and do some sort of fucking reconstructive surgery on my finger for yeah. half an hour. Great, thanks very much. No, I agree with you, man. I want nail clippers that send the clippings into fucking orbit. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see them again. No. As soon as they've left my finger, I've no use for them <laughs> anymore. Just. <laughs> I want to be able to take out intruders. A tiny if someone around. comes in, I just want to be like tick, 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 yeah. down my finger and just chow, 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 chow. Yeah. That, I want that strength of Clippy. Did I? Yeah. I'm, I, there's. I've got two. Weirdly, I've got a question and then a, something that I saw once. My question is, I'm always really concerned about what the etiquette is for nail clipping because I, I don't know what is the best environment to do it in. I do it in two environments. Go Either on. my foot is over the bath, therefore the clippies go in the bath. Right. Or I'm in, I'm in the garden. <laughs> okay, yeah. And it's just free. Yeah, see, I think nail clipping in public is fine. I mean, toe of, toes I obviously have to do, like you leaning on the bath. Yeah. That's what I, meant. That's what I was referring yeah, to, yeah. sorry, toe. I mean, hands, you just do it over the bin or whatever, you know. Yeah, but I always find that there's, I, I never know, like some people do it, like, over the sink. Some people do it over a bin, some people do it outside, some people do it... You just get this kind of weird practice. But one thing I know for sure is where you shouldn't be doing it is on a train oh. sat two feet away from me. No, this happened, didn't it? Yeah, this fucking ah. dirty bastard. She was sat for about... I mean, A, 25 minutes cutting her nails. Like, how fucking long are your nails, mate? <laughs> are you like, picking up mice? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, are you an eagle? <laughs> and she was just letting the clippings go everywhere. Oh, no. Like, just just Cup. clip, just boom. Cup. Just clip. No, Cup. no, but just don't do them on a fucking train. Oh, yeah. And I, I obviously I just I kept passively aggressively looking at her <laughs> and making loud noises. <clears throat> I took a picture of her, actually, because I thought no one's going to believe that this is happening so nonchalant man oh she can go on that instagram page is it subway creatures yes oh that's great yeah yeah but just brazen make her famous chopping her fucking talons man get in the fucking bin yeah what oh. we need is a, a, a bigger clipper to clip away people who clip their nails <laughs> and let the debris fall in public <laughs> So we need to cascade them into the fucking stratosphere, dirty bastard. <laughs> like a rockin' man. I've been watching a very good programme recently. Okay. I've been thoroughly enjoying it, and it's come from somewhere I've not expected. And there seems to be a bit of a trend within all televisual networks now. They're all trying to hit that Breaking Bad, oh, the sweet spot. Sweet spot, yeah. yeah you know yeah. that 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 you know the, the wire. They all they yeah. all want to get they're gonna get in the big cinematic star driven. Anyway, found a good one. Okay. Because there is a slew of absolute turd. <laughs> yeah. You just you watch yeah. them for one episode and you're like, nah, bro. Turgid fucking nonsense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, I found one which is very interesting and extremely well acted. Okay. And I like it a lot. And okay. it's called Project Blue Book. 
Okay. Presented by Sci-Fi and History of, okay. all, of all Channels. Starring Aidan Gillen. Is that his oh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah, Little yeah. finger from yeah. Game of Thrones for the watchers of that programme. It's all about the UFO sightings from Roswell onward. Okay. And it is specifically is based on his investigations. So it's based on true stories and real investigations. That's cool. Very cool. Uh, but the whole point of it is, is that him and a uh, RAF uh, captain are tasked with investigating and revealing the truth. But what they essentially are is revealing the inverted commas truth, i.e., it's swamp gas. What right. you saw was an owl on a tree. What it was was a weather balloon. Right. They are the guys which will massively appeal to your conspiracy theorist brain. It really does. Yeah, it, yeah, it gets yeah. the the vibes thriving. Yeah. But it's great. It's such a good series, and it's got that sort of original X Files vibe. Okay. Yeah. Where you've no idea what the fuck. Well, that's going Vince on. Gilligan who made Breaking Bad. He was one of the principal directors and writers for the X Files. Wunderbar. Yeah. So again. That sweet spot appears uh, to be struck. Yeah, I have to check it out. Because I'm very enjoying it. And very enjoying it. I very enjoy yeah. this. And Aidan Gillen, I've liked him in pretty much everything he's acted in. Right. He, I don't know what it is about him, but he's just really good at conveying, like, a bit of a smug twat. Right. But in the best way. And this professor that he plays is a little bit of that because he knows a lot. But he's he's downplayed it from his other roles. Yeah, he's he's in he was in Peaky Blinders, wasn't he? The last series of that, he was very good in that. Mm. Um, I mean, I thought as a response to you, I could take this one of two ways, right? And I thought the first thing that came to my head was um, continuing to talk intellectually about television and how we live in the golden age of TV, but. The second thing I remembered was being at a pub quiz, and um, we were called Quiz Akabusi. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Right. Well, so we had this debate about what was the quiz name. Now, we discussed taking the quiz names, quiz names from the British version of The Office in the infamous uh, quiz episode, um, which the one they're called The Tits dead parents whatever <laughs> then we yeah. got on to famous Chris's so we spent 10 minutes debating <laughs> which Chris so we thought we obviously as I say we went with Quiz Akabusi we the thinking, best one by a thousand miles uh, Christopher Walken <laughs> I love it Christopher Biggins yep um, Christopher Eccleston and there was one more which was really good but I've it's dropped out of my mind oh Christina Aguilera um <laughs> One of the questions, right, <laughs> was, and it, it was, yeah, you, know, you get those odd questions which are really fucking easy. Like, you think, how has this made it in? How's this crept in? It's obviously scraping the barrel. And the mm. question was, what was the name of the air, infamous area in America where you can find, where you would uh, find, a, 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 uh, what would you call it, uh, evidence of alien life? Of course, the answer being Roswell. Mm. And this guy on the quiz team who hadn't answered one fucking question for the whole night, bold as brass, full of confidence, <laughs> went, Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Boswell. Joey and to this, Boswell. to this day, I don't know his name. <laughs> but I've seen him three or four times after that and gone, all right, Boswell. <laughs> 
do we can think of? Fucking Boswell. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, like, faux confidence. I know it. I, I've, I've got this in the fucking bag. Boswell. <laughs> oh, you're close, mate. Don't worry about it. You're close. Wait, 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 cut the music. Yeah. I'm talking to myself. I've just told myself to cut the music. Yeah, in some kind of weird ethereal, like... <laughs> I hope I put a record scratch there, and if I did, good job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I we, have a feeling you might. <laughs> I, I, I may have, I may have. Um, we, we need to continue talking about TV, because there's something that we both see that is just getting the juices flowing. Yeah. Stranger Things, seriously. Oh my fucking God. I mean... It looks like a fucking film chopped up. Yeah, it I looks mean, absolutely it amazing. It is preposterous. And it, if you're listening to this, which if you're not, I don't know how you're hearing me <laughs> say this. <laughs> but <laughs> how are you? How are you doing this? Wow. Honestly, stop and go and tell someone. <laughs> That's telekinesis, Kyle. <laughs> um, when you're listening to this, it will be. Stranger Things will be this will come out on the 1st of July and Stranger Things is out on the 4th so you will be listening to this in eager anticipation for Stranger Things coming out Um, now we both love Stranger Things yes it's great I love it I love everything about it people who are cynical about it fuck off it's great so what do you think about the trailer what's your what's your kind of feelings about where the series is going um, I thought they probably ran out of ideas. Yeah, I was Series worried. Three, it was probably yeah. going to be a bit. Yeah. But looking at it, it's like I would. It's one of those things, right? Where I think they need to know when to end it. Yes. And I think if it doesn't end in this series, they know it's going to end at the end of whatever happens in this series. So apparently, they've. They they're definitely doing another series after this, right? But they're not sure whether that's going to be the last series or not because they've said they know how they're going to end it, but they don't know if they're going to be able to get it all done, right? So they are. It's either going to be one or two more series after this. I'm happy with that. Yeah, me too. Five is is a good place to end because knowing when to end is a key thing. Uh, Need not mention the Game of Thrones thing, but I mean, yeah, we spoke about that. I think uh, on the last episode, exactly. The amount of TV shows that f- that completely fuck it boys <laughs> by by not knowing when to call it time well many things don't know when to call it time I mean that's true that's true um, but I what I liked about the, t- the trailer I thought because this is the third trailer we're talking about so there's been two previous and this is the last one and what I found interesting is they're kind of announcing stuff that you were sort of like oh I wonder what this is I wonder it's like uh, I think it's Billy who's the the kind of weirdly aggressive brother of of Max who mm. appeared in the last series who I hated up until the point in the episode in series 2 where he's getting ready to go on a date and listening to uh, Kill Em All I was like <laughs> fuck yeah. you since the four horsemen um he is or has been taken over by the fucking mind flayer yeah and it's like that was one of the big like, oh i wonder what that i wonder what's gonna oh oh fuck they've literally told us yeah. what is gonna happen exactly. and that makes me excited because it means like a lot of the ambiguity surrounding the previous trailers and people's theories they've just gone nah here it is yeah so it's not it's like what else Get excited. Are, yeah yeah <laughs> and they answer the question like well hang on how is this still going on like, in the trailer 11 11 yeah. says but I closed the gate. 
Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, don't worry about that. It stayed over here, mate. So you go, well, we don't have to be annoyed about the fact that she closed the gate and it's still going on. Yeah. Tying things up nicely. Mate, I... Get it out of the way before the series even starts. Yeah, I can't... That's how you should do it. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I was more excited about a TV show. I know. I mean, of all the things, TV show is probably not the thing that we should really get excited about. This should be real life things, but... Well, yeah, but, but it's real life, man. I'd rather replace it. <laughs> yeah, but what, what's better? What's better than a decent... I mean, I've got a fucking Breaking Bad tattoo. Like, I love TV. Yeah. A good TV show brings pleasure... I've got TV shows that I'll chuck on when I'm when I'm sad, when I'm want to consume something I don't really want to pay attention when I need cheering up. I put TV shows on where I want to get transfixed. There's there is literally so much out there for you, and replacing it, yeah, you replace it. But it's like what what's better but than it's a good certain TV? type of TV, isn't it? I mean, obviously yeah. it's subjective to what people say is good. Yeah, I I true, but I also think that nowadays when you look back at television in, in you know 20 years ago like the the, the strides forward mm. that we're making with modern tv and we're not talking about is, prime time sort of no, no, family no. happy we're talking about the proper telly dramatic presentation yeah and some of them recently like it seems to be thick and fast oh yeah every, every channel is getting in on it i mean there's have you seen gentleman jack from ITV? yeah i have yeah like, i really enjoy it yeah, I've only watched one episode, but it's yeah. got like a snatchy, peaky, blindery, yeah. just everythingy that sort of genre feel to it, but in such a nice way. Yeah, Absolutely, loving it. But then, and and there's also like when I think about when these sort of streaming platforms first started, I think about even to Spotify when Spotify first started, there was like shit karaoke versions of you know seal songs yeah and that was literally everything you could possibly want yeah and netflix now tv fucking amazon prime all those things it's just getting better and better and better i know we talked about it on the last episode but what we do in the fucking shadows man it like that it's great to have a tv show like that around killing eve fleabag i know that's already finished i'll tell um, you what we're missing go on colombo okay well like a modern version of colombo bring it back Diagnosis murder. Bring it back. Murder yeah. she wrote. Bring Wait, them back. Was Diagnosis murder the one with Dick Van Dyke? You're damn fucking right it was. <laughs> I want to see Dick... He could still do it. Yeah, he could, yeah. Just bring him in. Like, he could he could be passing it over to his son who's not that bloke with the massive fucking square jaw that looks like a shoebox. Yeah, then, yeah. You know, get rid of him. Bring in a much younger, youthful, cool, like, grandson and just have Dick Van Dyke every so often dancing in the corner yeah. handing out fucking oh this imagine Dick Van Dyke instead of Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad good god what a series that would have been can you imagine he see I you know, we've talked on a previous episode before about the kind of trifecta of um, actors and yeah. stuff and I've kind of in fact I've got two trifectas for you know we spoke about before the acting trifecta mm. being Goldblum and and Bill Murray and yeah. we were kind of unsure about the third prong of the trifecta mm. I think it's Ted Danson I would say Christopher Lloyd uh, I don't know Christopher Lloyd hasn't been prominent enough he is in so many things because he's really not picky like if you look at what he's been in he's been so many indie projects like he just lends himself to, and he's, he plays them all seriously man he okay so you're putting Christopher Lloyd up yeah uh, it, to, to in rebuttal Ted Danson is a source of comedy is Ted Danson 
Like, he's Ted Danson. <laughs> he's aged gloriously, for one. Two, he even that shit TV show Becca mm. that he did was still funny. He was in Cheers. He's been... Three he men was, and a little lady. Three men and a little lady. I mean, we've talked about this before. What the fuck happened to Steve Gutenberg? It's episode thirty. We still don't know what happened to Gutenberg. We still have not found out. But I also have another trifecta which I want to I want to give to you in the hope that you will receive it as kindly as me. And I'm referring to it as the Barry trifecta. (laughs) Think about this. Just got to clear my throat. The Barry trifecta. Gib. Of course. Yeah. Staple on the Babelman. White. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking Manilo. <laughs> not only are they all Barry's, <laughs> not only are they all old and weird, <laughs> they're all singers. They can all sing. They can... Can they? And they a, can as all... an adage, I'd like to add, uh, not like a fourth, but if there was anyone to be, like, the stage manager, Scott. Hi, I'm Barry Scott, and this is the trifecta. He could be the announcer. JML <laughs> from JML. Was well, he did Sin it Bang? Yeah. Sin it Bang. See, I thought for a second you would say Barry from EastEnders. I'd be like, <laughs> fuck yeah. He would be there as well. If you're at the front trying to get in. I'm gonna. Seeing as we mentioned EastEnders, I'm gonna give a little shout out to. Um, to Maxi Boy, Max Bowden, who is currently he's a fan of the show, a dear, dear boy, who currently is playing Ben Mitchell on EastEnders. What? It's our first celebrity follower. Check that out. I know. I like it. Yeah, we love you, Max. Um, if I'm, you, feeling, I'm feeling the shininess. Yeah, he followed us on Instagram, which you can do listeners at uh, Babylon Pod as well as Babylon Pod on Twitter. Uh, Facebook, you can search Babylon Podcast and you can email us at Babylon Pod at gmail.com. Do you know, I'm going to start putting music over that. If I haven't done it already, I've probably just done it now. <laughs> you, you, you're talking <laughs> to yourself again. I know, I need to, I, but it's something that needs to happen because I'm going to put the JML theme tune over it. That was <laughs> well, the JML theme tune. Will we get copyright? Uh, I'll have my own sort of version of it, it'll be fine. <laughs> An 8 bit version of the <laughs> JML tune. Fucking <laughs> hell. I need to talk about something. Now, in the realms of comedy, Mm -hmm. do you think anything is off the table? Um, no. 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 I think think as long as you are not putting the butt of the joke as something that either someone can't help you know, you can make a joke about race without being racist. You can make a joke about homosexuality without being homosexuals. As long as you are not deliberately targeting a, a group of people f- for something that is out of their control. So, let me get your take on this then. Okay. Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Offensive. Yeah. Says stuff that Some people is, would say it's offensive, yeah. Yeah. Says stuff that is a bit harsh. Yeah, close to the bone. Yes. Made a joke, got in trouble. Okay, I didn't see this. He's being called to be fired. Really? From from what? From whatever he does. He, oh, he still does. Not stuff. sure. He, he definitely does that. Um, your face or mine? Don't know. Yeah, whatever. 
the joke was mm-hmm. him referring to dwarves mm-hmm. as abortions that lived. <sighs> now, okay, I'm a defender of comedy. Yeah, me too. And he's making an offensive joke. Yeah. It is up to us, the person receiving the joke, to do one of two things. Either enjoy the joke yeah. and laugh along, yeah. or dislike the joke and no longer listen. The end. I mean, I think it's not that funny. It's not that funny. That's what offends me. But his whole thing was charm offensive. Yeah, no, I get Offendingly it. I mean, funny. I wouldn't make that joke, but fine. No, yeah, but I it's get Jimmy it. Carr. You kind of know what you're getting. Yeah. If he's not on daytime TV or prime time. Yeah, of course. He he was always a very offensive, um, but charming. Yes. Comedian. Yeah, absolutely. What I'm saying is, is that there's probably an audience for that sort of offensive joke. Yeah. Yeah. Let me guess. What? Has there been a spokesperson? The thing is, there's been a dislike from a, a certain oh, chap who took offence to it. Yeah, of course he fucking did. Of course he fucking did. <laughs> Your mate Warwick's turned up. Oh, God, of course he has. And he don't like it. No, I bet he fucking doesn't. Did he go, I don't like that joke. I was in Willow. <laughs> It's me, Warwick Davis. I'm offended. <laughs> I was an Ewok. Fucking hell. What's he saying then? <laughs> well, yeah, he's basically disagreeing that it's not funny and Jimmy should be uh, reprimanded. What, is he the go-to little person? It, uh, presumably. He well, he was in fucking Harry Potter, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He's he played <laughs> about 20 of the fuckers, didn't he? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He, he is the go-to spokesperson. I mean, not obviously, I'm not a little person. No. But if I was... I wouldn't want one bloke, whether he was famous and played a shit. Sorry, I wouldn't want Warwick Davis speaking <laughs> for me. He, I'd hate him even more if I was a little person. <laughs> but I could do that. Literally, he's this with us. We're both little people. It's not like he's a little person with who's a good actor. He's just he just fits in little costumes. <laughs> he can. Do you know what I mean? I'd be even more annoyed about it. Imagine being, uh, in, you know, I, obviously I hate him, that's true, but uh, no one's ever asked me to speak on behalf of anyone. No. I know it's because I'm a white middle class man, but still, yeah. imagine being like, so what, you know, from from what you represent, what do you think? It's like, I don't represent fucking anyone. I represent I'm, myself. I represent so. myself, sir. <laughs> represent. Yeah, but he just wants to, he wants people to remember who he is, doesn't he? He'll put it on his fucking IMDb. <laughs> BBC interview. Outraged at Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Check the update. Fucking okay, hell, what a bellend. And that's it. That's yep. the end of the episode. Episode 30. Off-roading little bit of harping back in retrotopic nostalgic look at back at the uh, previous 29 episodes of Le Bablement. Mentioned our mums. Yep. It was about time. Warwick Davis. Again. Again. It's been enjoyable. Yeah it has. I hope you'll enjoy this. 
Oh, go on then. I found a website which literally could have been made for us. Really? Called unnecessaryinventions.com. What? Yep. Unnecessaryinventions.com. Listeners, you can go and check it out. What it is, and the tagline for it is, solving real-world problems that don't exist. (laughs) And what it is, is it's a fucking genius guy who I believe is called Matt Benedetto, who is it has invented a bunch of stuff, so he's got all these things that are completely preposterous <laughs> and are not going to act, are not real, but he has actually made them. Right, so they are real, they exist, but yeah. you don't you don't, don't need it. You don't anyway. need it. Right, yeah. hit me. Hit so me I'll put the listeners, I'll put the link in <coughs> the um, episode overview so you can check it out. Yes. So the first one is neck lice. It's a necklace made out of ice. <laughs> so it's like bits of uh, like ice cubes blocked together with a chain. Okay. Amazing. The frustration buckle which is a massive red button on a buckle that if someone in front of you is annoying annoying you by walking slowly, by doing whatever, <laughs> you just bash the shit out of this button. Fucking amazing. You have, um, damn, that bathroom handle is gross, I ain't touching it, which is a <laughs> clip that you place onto your bicep and clip around the door of a toilet so you can pull the door without having to touch it. <laughs> you have tether pods, which are these little plastic things for the Apple um, yeah, right, yeah, AirPods. The AirPod. So you're just clipping them to a wire. Amazing. <laughs> two spouts, one bottle is a water bottle with two ends. <laughs> You have Instaparasol, which is a tiny umbrella for your phone. Wonderful. You have Heels wheels, wheelies on stilettos. Oh, my God. Heelies. You have... Actually, I'm going to come back to that because that's my favourite one. Um, <laughs> you have the personal spaceinator, which is just the thing you wear around you to stop people coming anywhere near you. <laughs> it's like a it's like a rubber ring if it was made out of Meccano. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. You have the eye-wiped, which is a pair of glasses that have tiny little wipes on them, which we spoke about before yeah, would actually be would pretty actually fucking be handy um, you, you look ridiculous you have cargo max which is a pair of jeans with two lines of velcro on them and removable velcro pockets <laughs> okay you have uh, the reality check 5000 which is a machine um, which says things like there are currently 7 billion 670,649 no 7 billion <laughs> 670 I'm going to get this right 670 million 49,362 people in the world not following you on Instagram. <laughs> Great. You cool. have the come again, which is basically two massive cones that you wear over your ears so you can hear people better. You have the straw to go, which is a metal straw that you carry with you in a case which is nearly a foot long Jesus. and bent like a weird banana. You have the eye dangle, which is a thing that attaches to the back of your phone that you attach to your ceiling so you can watch things on your phone lying down. <laughs> you have the flop flips which are flip-flops that have the imprint of the foot the other way (laughs) okay you have the ready napper which is basically strapping a massive pillow to the back of your head so you can sleep anywhere you want or have a heart attack Um, (laughs) this is actually quite good it's called the slice slicer which if it was us it would be the slice slicer which is a big like 
weird sort of star thing that slices a pizza in one <gasps> smash. Like a stamp. Yeah, which I think is actually a pretty good Sleece, idea. Sleezer. Stub stoppers, which are tiny little helmets for your big toes <sighs> to stop yourself from stubbing your toes. I need them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have the smell met, which is basically a helmet with a fan on it. <laughs> um, you have taco friche which is authentic taco spray mist which is aftershave <laughs> with a bottle that's just full of old tacos <laughs> um, you have which way which is a pedestrian indicator oh my god I've got a couple more. You have the finger track, which is a, a treadmill for your fingers. <laughs> Keep them worked out. You have the cuisine curtain, which is a tiny curtain that you attach to a moustache so you don't, no one sees you eat behind it. <laughs> um, you have... Uh, what's the... Where's, that's weird. Oh, this is great. Avocado on a stick. So avocado <laughs> deodorant for, let's face it, Vegans. Um, sorry, vegans, yeah. Um, you have finger beanies, tiny little beanie hats <laughs> for your fingers, and um, I'm going to come back to my favourite one, but you have the hoverbrella, which is a... Um, what are those fucking flying... Not a drone. A drone with an umbrella attached to that it. That follows you around. That follows you around. But, Lee, listeners, my favourite is... I'm going to describe what it looks like and then tell you the name of it okay. is a th it's like a you know if someone is in a car accident they break their neck and they wear like a head brace yes. and it kind of goes across their forehead and down past their kind of sideburns yeah. so imagine the helmet bit so not the bit that goes around the neck so just yeah, the yeah. thing that goes on your head um, made out of plastic and it is called sweat gutters so it's tiny gutters <laughs> collect the, your forehead sweat deposit and allow it to them, your chin. Yeah, deposit it off your face. <laughs> so there's loads more on there, listeners, if you want to check it out. But it is the perfect accompaniment to any episode of Le Bablement. Le Bibi. Le Bablement. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>